0: a book treat for you guys today. Welcome to the Low J Book Club, brought to you by Book Club Restaurant, where if you mention our book club, you can uh, order a free appetizer, a dessert.
1: With your meal. With your meal. Uh And we're
0: delighted because uh, Kim Sherwood, who's having her American book birthday for a a new series, it's called Double or Nothing, is joining us. And uh, Kim, wow, James Bond is missing, time is running out, and you wrote a heck of a story. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, my God. Just absolutely brilliant. You have to tell us how it is that you come. We did not realize that, you know, there hadn't been a James Bond novel in such a long time. And the family, how this all came about for you.
2: So I've been a James Bond fan all of my life. And really all of my life, I've said to anybody who would listen one day, I want to write James Bond. And luckily one day I, I said it to the right person. And it got back to the Flemings um, through my agent, and they loved my first book, and they liked my ideas, and they invited me to come on. So it really is a lifelong dream country.
1: It's so fun. We 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 pulled you up today. Well, did we watch her on Twitter, or Instagram? Uh, Twitter, Twitter. This is, with your, yeah, your, Kim, you're your your so cute. This is Double or Nothing. The author's with us from the UK, Kim Sherwood, and you This is your very first U.S. book, right? That's right, yeah, my my first book to ever come out in America, so I'm really excited. It's so great. So give everybody the setup of this book, Double or Nothing.
2: So at the start of Double or Nothing, James Bond is missing, possibly captured, possibly even killed, MI6 don't know, and there's a new ensemble cast of 00 agents who are trying to find him while also trying to avert a climate catastrophe. It's
0: so... It is. Damn good. And I mean, Kim, I'm reading it and, you know, I am kind of having the realization that James Bond exists in no time or space. Like his story is endless. And then you've upped the story and the espionage because you have all this, you know, the quantum computing, the climate stuff, all the things that you're making feel real, feel now. But James Bond, Is like this timeless character, and we know that all this spying goes on. So, I mean, I just kept turning the pages. You kept me up very late.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sorry about that, but I think you're totally right. James Bond is a character outside of time and space. That's such a great way to put it. In some ways, he's like a fairy tale character. And until very recently on screen, he didn't even age. You know, it was only recently we saw him become a double O. So, I, I wanted to kind of get into what is it about this character that we love so much? What is it about him? That's so timeless. And to look at him from the perspective of these new double
1: Did you, oh, did you have a like, okay, so we have this local author, Minnesota, Brian Freeman, and he was hired by the Robert Ludman estate, Ludlum estate, estate for Born to write the Bourne books after he passed. How much pressure did you feel being able to write the very first bond book in so long i mean was that
2: overwhelming or was it just it was a exciting dream, was Joel? it just destiny <laughs> well i was lucky in some ways because i was writing it during the pandemic um, and it was a secret so nobody knew and i was just writing it locked in my room which is a funny way to write a, a mm-hmm. kind of global uh, you know story of espionage and travel but i it was it was like it was just me and i was just playing you know like i was a kid playing james bond again and i think that really helped take the pressure off Right, because you did have that unlimited time yes.
1: to be with yourself and your imagination.
0: And we do have tech billionaires that do have too much power that make people be worried at night. And we do hope that there are, you know, good um, spies out there that are, you know, spying for the right reason. And, I mean, I, you can tell that you're a fan, Kim, of an espionage uh, novel because you just, the book was really Quite electrifying, I thought, with the twists and turns and getting to know the new double O's.
2: Oh, thank you. Well, I think that that's one of the amazing things about spy fiction, that it takes these conflicts on vast scales that, that are really frightening and concealed and comprehensible, and it shrinks them down to a human scale, you know, instead of... During the Cold War, instead of capitalism versus communism, it was James Bond versus Rosa Klepp. You know, it shrunk it down to a human scale. And mm-hmm. that's what I find comforting about spy fiction and comforting about creating these new double O characters who can tackle these things in the world that scare me, but they could be heroic. Yes. Right.
1: It's right. And, you know, I, I loved reading more about you and that your grandfather, George Baker, was an actor and appeared in several Bond films. So it's kind of it really that's- was in your
2: blood. That's right. And actually, Ian Fleming wanted him to play Bond when they met. He said, that's my Bond. But George was tied up in a multi-picture deal that he couldn't get out of. Uh, but he was very delighted to come back around to Bond. And he appeared in a few films, um, most notably as Sir Hillary Bray and on Her Majesty's Secret Service fan right. favorite. So I think he would be really pleased that it's come around again in this circular way to the family.
1: That is just amazing that, that he wanted your grandfather to yeah. play James Bond funny how things work out <laughs> it really is so what do you so for people who have never read bond um stories before the book is double or nothing we're talking it's her book birthday kim sherwood first u.s book um published over and double or nothing what do you want uh, Lori? and i've never read james bond books we've watched I Never read
0: an ian no, Fleming novel never but i've we've watched, watched every single bond movie
1: what what has kind of been the response from readers about you know We've never read James Bond. I think it's bringing probably new readers to the whole James Bond world.
2: That's right. I feel really pleased because um, hard fans of Bond, like me, Bond obsessive, they're really responding and embracing to the book. But also people who haven't read the book um, seem to be you know, really embracing it, possibly because through having this new ensemble cast of O agents, Bring in new characters. So there's double of those three, Joanna Harwood, the first female double H being main character. Um, you know, there's kind of new perspectives that hopefully invite more people into the, the world of Bond.
0: Well, I think it's exciting. I hope your, your agent is busy with the movie people because they're going to want to lock this script down. They can just start <laughs> completely all over and afresh and you just have... You know, the James Bond and flashbacks, because he could be a triple agent, Kim, the way you've set this (laughs)
2: trilogy up. You've left us dangling
0: at the end of Double or Nothing.
2: Yeah, that's right. And that's one of the, um, you know, one of the challenges of the book was to bring in these new characters and to give them space on the page. So Mm -hmm. that was why I thought I'll have Bond missing from the start. But he's Mm -hmm. both kind of um, absent and present because, as you say, he's there in flashbacks. He's there in people's memories. And there's a big cliffhanger for readers at the end. Yeah.
1: So it's so fun. Is
0: the second book already written? And is it called Triple or Nothing? Or what is the, <laughs> you
2: know, what's, what, what's going and on eight. with that and and half? Half? I have to
0: wait for the double O novel. <laughs>
2: uh, it, 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 it is already written. Um, we're looking at covers and things like that okay. now, which is really exciting. So it won't be too long a wait.
1: Oh, okay. you must be so, that, how, congratulations. You have to come back because really... So good. This Thank is you. this is so exciting, and we're so delighted to have you. Can you, I was reading, you know, about your favorite authors and things, because you've just been a fan of books forever, like most of us, mm-hmm. or, and can you tell us, um, Kim, the last
2: great book that you read? Oh, that's so hard to choose, but one I would really recommend that I read recently for the first time is The Heat of the Day by Elizabeth Bowen, which is a spy novel uh, written just after World War II and based on her wartime experiences in London. And it's luminous writing, but one of the reasons I particularly it is because when we talk about the history of spy fiction, we often tell quite a male story. Yes. right. But actually, there's been amazing female writers in the genre, and she was there writing in the beginning, and it's kind of evolution around World War Two. So I really recommend The Heat of the Day.
0: Oh right, excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then also, Kim, we have to thank you. At the end of Double or Nothing, you give a nod to Ian Fleming, and we did not know that he wrote for his son the book that became the movie Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah,
2: that's right. Um, it's incredible what he did about it to be responsible for two such iconic stories.
0: Yeah, and I'd completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Anyway, we got quite a kick out of uh, learning that. And again, congratulations. I hope uh, we'll be able to have you back on for your next book. But Double or Nothing, James Bond is Missing, Time is Running Out. Kim, thank you for uh, being with us today.
2: Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. This has been lovely. Absolutely,
0: it has been lovely. Oh, my gosh. I just love it. It Really, I did. I read this book in a day and stayed up late to finish it because I just... Couldn't, I was like, oh no, I've got to find out what happens to Joanna Harwood, 003, you know? It's good. I was, good, I, um, just really, and and I do like, you know, Ludlum and, you know, I we like, I eyes. like these spy-born books and all of that, if they're well done, John LeCarre,
1: you know? Well, you would have liked The Syndicate Spy. You were in Hawaii when we interviewed uh, that author, and she's a former CIA agent, so I like Female spy stories. Oh, it's really yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, it's really fun. Um, okay, so Grant, um, we've got a couple of books to give away. Yeah. 651-641-1071. This is a, a wonderful read. People pick it up. It's it's comes out in trade paperback. It's called yeah. Double or Nothing. James Bond is missing and time is running out. Yeah, it's And, s- and I like you said, I've never read an Ian Fleming no. James Bond
0: book. You know, because I was like, been I was like, oh, I got the movies. You know, so anyway, but I really I was like, I don't know why, because I've read all the Ludlum. Right. The charm school that still, I think, is what the Americans was maybe loosely based on that whole idea of creating, recreating Western people in Russia to be, you know, like come in and spy and poses Americans. Yeah, I can see that. That's the oh, show the Americans. Don't that give anyone great, else an idea. That was a great, though, great show. show. Oh, so that great. was that was when uh, Pudi was in the KGB. Early days.
1: Early days. Early days. Mm-hmm. Early days. All right, Grant, Before. you're probably getting a ton yeah, of calls. Yeah, I've got
0: the, the calls. The, the phones are ringing okay. off the hook. So.